Welcome to the Detroit Regional Chamber's Power of Anne podcast. Each episode brings together a range of voices representing the complexity of political issues in Michigan with the goal of embracing an and approach rather than either or policy solutions. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Power of And podcast. I'm your host, Brad Williams. I'm the vice president of government relations at the Detroit Regional Chamber, and we're coming here today from the chamber's Lansing office. It's a it's a palatial Lansing office here, just steps away from the state capitol. Uh, joining me today are two really important state representatives here uh, in Lansing. Uh, from the State uh, Appropriations Committee uh, in Lansing. Uh, State Representative Ranjeev Puri, representing Canton Township uh, in his second term. Uh, He is the chair of the House Appropriations Subcommittee on Transportation. And Representative Donnie Steele from Lake Orion, representing a large swath of Oakland County, uh, including Lake Orion, uh, I'm sorry, Orion Township, Bloomfield Hills, Bloomfield Township. And as my research tells me, you can correct me if I'm wrong, five highway interchanges uh, in the I-75 corridor. Uh, and you sit next to Representative Puri here as his minority vice chair uh, on the Transportation Subcommittee. Uh, I don't know about you, uh, but if you're like me and all of our listeners, there has been a lot of orange barrels uh, around Michigan this summer. 96, 696, uh, 275. I think I, I don't think there's a road anywhere uh, where we haven't had uh, some construction this summer. So thank you both, uh, one, for uh, all of the orange barrels we've seen this summer, and thank you for joining us. It's, it's good to have you here. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for having us, Brad. So uh, back in uh, 2019, when Governor Whitmer first took uh, took office, uh, she floated and uh, floated a proposal to raise the gas tax by 45 cents. Uh, and members of the legislature, uh, Republicans panned it right away. Democrats were uh, their silence was deafening. Uh, it was uh, incredibly unpopular. Uh, you know, the gas prices this summer were were creeping up pretty high. So I'm guessing uh, 45 cents probably hasn't gotten any more popular uh, amongst your your constituents. But the problem hasn't uh, gotten any better that it was trying to solve. And that's that, you know, we as a state haven't uh, done our share uh, in funding our roads. Now, we've got an injection of cash from the federal government. Uh, there, There's no question about that. And that's part of the reason we've seen so many orange barrels. But, you know, the County Road Association predicted that, you know, because of uh, electric vehicle uh, funding, we're going to have, uh, you know, a pretty significant shortfall uh, by by 23 uh, or 2030, about $95 million. Uh, you know, we've got a cumulative shortfall of about five. Hundred million dollars annually, just because of uh, how much uh, uh, how much less revenue we bring in than what we should be for our road funding. So, where do we go from here? How do we how do we solve this problem if it's not going to be forty five cents, which you know by my math is is considerably more than forty five cents a gallon? What's the solution, Representative Peary? What 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 do you think is sellable uh, in the legislature right now and sellable uh, to your constituents? Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I, again, Brad, thanks for having us. Um, you know, I enjoy having these conversations about road funding. I don't know how many other people in Lansing enjoy these conversations. So it's nice to be in a room full or at a table of people that share that interest. And so 
I think the first reality is, or the first part is accepting the reality that there is a shortage, that the roads have been underfunded for a very long time, that this this problem didn't come up overnight. Uh, and I think if we can kind of get, all get on the same page and establish the fact that our roads need more money. I think one of the things I enjoy about transportation and infrastructure is that this is a conversation that I think can ascend partisan politics that 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 often plagues our chamber with many other conversations out there. I don't think that this conversation needs to kind of go down those rabbit holes. And this is something that can be done in a bipartisan fashion to make sure that we are improving roads all across Michigan for, for everyone, regardless of their political persuasion. And so, you know, I, I wasn't here in 2019. That was before my time. Um, obviously, uh, you know, the 45 cent idea wasn't very popular. Um, but uh, again, you know, I, I think the harsh reality is that whatever solution that that we do come about needs to be, uh, you know, equitable, needs to be uh, perpetual in terms of it's not a one-time injection of funds. And it's going to require, um, you know, more, more funds to come into our state budget, into our, into our transportation budget. And so, you know, there's a, a good chance that that means that, that Michiganders are going to have to, to, to pay more because you, you unfortunately get what you pay for. And so our roads have been underfunded for a long time and, and we need, we need money. And so, um, there's obviously, you know, um, you know, some thoughts around the 45 cents, but there's a, num a, num a number of other, um, ideas that are on the table right now. Right now, we are kind of uh, exploring those conversations. Um, I think first and foremost, you did highlight the change that electric vehicles are going to bring um, and then the deficiencies of the current formula with the road funding, with the EVs not not filling up gas, not using gas, and so not participating in that in that gas tax revenue. And so we do need a solution that's future-proof. And so as more of our state fleet evolves to uh, more EVs on the road, we need a formula that obviously is going to adapt to that. And so that's why I think the 45 cent idea might might not be the way to go. Um, and so there's you know other solutions like vehicle miles traveled or road usage charges, um, w which could supplement income. Um, you know, tolling has been discussed. Uh, it's not obviously um, uh, the, the, the something we've done uh, um, in the past here. But again, whatever solution that we do come up with is going to require us to expand the pie and bring more money in. Um, and so as again, as chair as, as chair of the subcommittee on transportation, I would love to see more money flow through uh, because right now we do have a lot of priorities that need funding. And so finding that money is 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 paramount here. So, Representative Steele, I know a lot of folks uh, in your party, uh, and, and you haven't been here, so this is not uh, the, you're, you are not personally to blame for uh, the situation we find ourselves in. Uh, but a lot of folks in your party have been uh, uh, in charge for the last several several decades, and and this has been a problem that's been been growing for a long time. Uh, but have suggested that we can solve this problem without new revenue. So, what is your view on uh, the situation we find ourselves? in with road funding right now. Well, Brad, thanks for having me and having two opinions. You know, it's always good to have uh, insight from both sides. And I am new and I guess I'm kind of old school. Um, like you have a house and your roof is leaking and, but you know, and I really want a new sink because it's pretty and, you know, I, you know, I'm, I'm at the sink every day. So, but my sink works. What, what do I do? Go buy a new sink or do I fix my roof? And I think that um, ideally you need to fix your roof. Otherwise everything on the inside of your house is going to get ruined. So that that is what we haven't done with our roads. So our 
roads are crumbling and falling apart. And instead of like spending money on fixing the issue at hand, we're looking at the new shiny objects of, you know, um, and especially with this budget, with just some of the things that we uh, did allocation with, you know, splash pads and pools and stuff. Um, and I was very vocal about how we could take some of those funds and instead of looking at our shiny object, look at some of our infrastructure and to try to fund some of the um, more so into the roads. And so um, back to my old school analogy is that uh, um, even aside from this budget and this year and the allocation of some of these one-time fundings and it didn't go into the roads, in the past, we borrowed money as well. And that was something that our governor had done a handful of years ago that we borrowed money. But you know, now we're paying back the debt. So instead of putting more money into the roads, we have to pay interest towards the debt that we have incurred for the roads. And so that's not necessarily a solution is borrowing money. I honestly think you know, like Representative Puri has, Puri has said, that we need more money into the bucket at the top. And I just think that we need to tighten our belts on some of the other spending that we do on a regular basis and take care of the people that are in Michigan that have paid into the system for years and years and years and fix the roads so they can go to work, so they can earn more money, so we could put it back into the roads. And so I'm saying let's tighten our belt and other spots in our budget. That would be my first solution. You know, for years, uh, folks like me have been advocating for uh, new funding into roads. And, you know, all of us here uh, represent uh, areas of Southeast Michigan. And as I go in to talk to members who represent Southeast Michigan, one thing I hear consistently is talk about the Act 51 formula. Uh, and the Act 51 formula for folks who are listening who aren't uh, transportation nerds like the rest of us is the formula that allocates uh, money uh, uh, across the state and, and frankly, uh, disproportionately uh, uh, hurts uh, urban areas uh, through the funding formula. And so uh, oftentimes you'll hear folks from Southeast Michigan and other urban parts of the state say, I don't want to uh, raise taxes on my constituents until we fix the Act 51 formula. Do you think there's an opportunity, Representative Puri, to take a look at that uh, in, in any time in the, the near future? Or is that uh, too much of a, a, a political football uh, to to take on? I, I think it's a little bit of both. I think, um, you know, I think historically it was very tough to tackle that conversation due to kind of the, the, the makeup of the legislature and then the term limits. And so I think, you know, what happened previously in the past was as someone kind of gained an understanding of how Act 51 worked because you need a, a PhD in it to understand exactly how that formula works. And so by the time someone got comfortable, you know, they were termed out or, or time to leave. And so I think the one change with the, the, the new term limits law did is it's going to allow uh, potentially people to be in positions of power for longer periods of time uh, in order for people to, to gain an understand a deep understanding of, of how things work and be able to kind of have those robust uh, and holistic conversations. And so um, I, I know that that conversation has been floated about opening up Act 51. Um, I'm certainly in favor of, of looking into it and, and understanding kind of what the state can do, again, just to make sure our, our funding is more equitable and just makes more sense. Um, you know, the, the examples that we've used is just, you know, both of our districts have uh, major thoroughways, with mine being Ford Road and, and Lapeer 
Deer Road in 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 your in your district, and so there's no there's no some some small road, um, you know, in, in a remote part of the state shouldn't be receiving the same funding. Uh, just so so I think the formula can be updated, and so I don't know if we do open up Act 51 where that conversation goes, um, but, you know, and at a minimum. Maybe we open it up and we realize, okay, fine, things are way, fine the way they are. But I think uh, we'd be remiss if we didn't at least take a look at Act 51 and try to find a way to, to improve that formula, formula or, or overhaul. And so I am extremely um, interested in, in finding a better way to fund our roads. And I know we had a conversation before we started recording, Representative Steele, about the need to think about roads as not only uh, – uh, pieces of infrastructure that move people, but that move goods. And sometimes goods don't live where people do. So how, you know, if we, if we start looking at Act 51, how are you going to start to protect uh, the areas that don't necessarily have people, but do have, you know, the needed resources to grow our businesses? Well, the Act 51 is, is a big nut to over open, however you say that, it's a, it's a, it's big, and to over say let's overhaul Act Fifty One is kind of like a shell game. So do we put money here in MDOT, or we put it in the Road Commission, or we put it in the local roads, or we do put it in transit? Overall, we need more money into the roads, and that's what we have to look at before we revamp the act itself. Because um, if you look into the nuts and bolts of Act 51, it does take in consideration miles of roads, and it takes in consideration vehicles registered within the county of how much money that they get for each road commission in the counties. And so it does take that in consideration. Is it absolutely equitable between Chippewa and Wayne County? Um, probably not. However, like I said, the goods and services, we have to, as as state representatives, we have to look at the whole state and the whole um, region of our roads and our transportation. We can't just pick and choose and pick favorites out of the whole, out of the whole, out of the whole act. We need more funding in the local funding, which is at the bottom of the bucket for road commissions, MDOT, and cities and townships. Okay. Well, this is a this is the Detroit Regional Chamber, so we don't miss any opportunity to talk about regional transit. Uh, you know, through the budget that uh, you two put in place, and through some of the money that's a fair available through the federal government, there's there there's ongoing conversation about what we might be able to accomplish through the RTA uh, and through other agencies. Maybe it's increased bus rapid transit or fast service on Woodward. Maybe it's other services. What do your constituents look for? Uh, from a transit uh, transit plan, uh, Representative Steele? Well, recently in Oakland County, they have passed a millage, and it was across the board for everybody in Oakland County of one mill. And um, back to the equitable part, you know, North Oakland County, like Addison and Rose Township, they still, they don't even, geez, oh, Pete's, to get to a bus is a 30-minute drive. So they are not necessarily... Um, they actually would like more like Wi-Fi service. So that wasn't necessarily something that they wanted to pay into, but we are paying into that in Oakland County. And as a person that was a past treasurer, uh, taxes are a big issue. So that was a tax onto our properties. So we have to be very conscious about these Rapid Transit Act at one time that they had a three mills onto the property taxes that they were proposing. And people out in those rural county, rural areas um, 
did not necessarily want to pay for that, although I understand having it in those urban areas is very vital for the urban areas. However, we have to make sure that the taxing is equitable as well as the transportation is equitable. But but what does work well for your constituents? I mean, your constituents are paying for it. So what does what is good value for money for them if they're going to pay for it, which they are now for 10 years? What What's good value for money for them? Um, I suppose having more like in in Bloomfield, for instance, mm-hmm. um, up and down Woodward, um, they're proposing more stops right. through mm-hmm. like on Woodward Avenue and um, making sure that there's safe access to the bus stops, making sure that there's covered areas and that they that that they don't stop traffic for the people that, you know, that there's a way of that the buses and the cars can be on the same roads at the same time and it's safe for pedestrians. Along Woodward and Bloomfield, there are no sidewalks. So um, that is a very something that wasn't really taken in consideration is how are we going to spend the money? They got the millages, but they didn't come with all the plan at the same time. And so now they have to look at it. How are we going to walk to these bus stops? How many bus stops are we going to have? And that's a use that I've seen in Bloomfield. Now, Northern Orion Township, um, I don't know how they're – our small buses – that's how we're going to use it. The small buses yeah. that they're going to pick up people that don't have transportation and take them to the doctor's offices. And we used to have that for our seniors and handicapped. But now if we open that up for more people, that would be a way of utilizing that money within our region. That sounds like a good solution. How about you, Representative Peary? What are your constituents looking for? Um, so I'm I'm fortunate to live and represent in Canton Township, which is uh, still growing. It's an anomaly in the state. It's one of the fastest growing townships and municipalities in the state. And it's largely led by young families moving in. And so there's a dire need for transit and more transit options across our state. I think that you know, the conversation of transportation is evolving. Um, getting from point A to point B doesn't necessarily have to be a passenger vehicle anymore. And so we are getting to a point where obviously we've had conversations, broader conversations about population issues in the state. And I think that we're getting to a point where this is something that younger generations have demonstrated that this is that they really want. Um, it's uh, having a robust uh, transit um a network here in Michigan could be a deciding factor for if people want to relocate to Michigan or, or not. And so I think this conversation is, is much bigger um, and, and, and a real opportunity right now with federal funds being available. Uh, we Again, uh, I've, I've said this before, but the state would be remiss by not entertaining those conversations. Why should those dollars go to another state? Why can't we bring those those potentially $500 million here, here to Michigan? And so um, you know, rapid transit, regional transit, um, those are essential conversations. I'm very proud to be chairing a, a budget that was the most mobility rich budget in the history of the state. And so I know that um, some people uh, took a lot of shots at, at, at our investments in mobility and new technology. But, you know, our, our investment in mobility and new technology was less than 1% of the overall budget. So 90, over 99% of the budget went to legacy issues. But even by spending a little amount, again, help change the conversation for new technology and mobility in Michigan, which just shows just how how um, dire of a need it was for our state to start exploring those conversations. Because again, um, what's, what's essential here um, is getting someone from point A to point B. It doesn't necessarily mean that they are riding a car to get there. Um, the, the, the way people are, are, are moving around, the way people are buying and using cars is changing and evolving. And so I think our conversations need to, to stay afloat with that. 
Right. We're going to have to stop it right there. Representative Ranjit Puri, chair of the House Appropriations Transportation Subcommittee and Representative Donnie Steele, minority vice chair of the House Appropriations Transportation Subcommittee. Thank you both for a great conversation. Uh, my name is Brad Williams. This has been the Power of Ann podcast, and we'll look forward to talking to you next time. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you, Brad.